Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And you, you've had a twofer. Well, I was going to have a twofer. Oh, you didn't? No. Um, both of the kids decided that they didn't want to see Hotel Transylvania when we got to the theater after I had already paid for the tickets and when we were in line to get the popcorn and the drinks. Really? Yes. So how does the parental deal with that? Um, I wasn't that wacky about seeing the movie anyways. Like, if it had have been, like, let's say if this had happened during Incredibles, I I would have been upset about that. I probably would have just had them do it anyways. But Hotel Transylvania... Um, three. Three, yes. I've, I've, uh, yes. Three. Um, wasn't really that wacky about the first two, so... uh when when they did it, and I was just like, "Well, now I'm not going to spend, uh, you know, twenty two dollars on popcorn and drinks and everything." So else. you bought the tickets. They're in line for popcorn. They say, eh, "We don't want to see it." And so then, do you get a refund? Yes, got a refund on the ticket. Yeah, okay. so I, it's not like I'm just out of the money for for the tickets for the show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? You could have told me this ten minutes this, ago. This would have been nice. Like when I was like, "All right, guys, we're going to go see this at four o'clock." Okay, okay. I honestly, I think what happened, and uh, my my pain has a name, and it is Fortnite. I, <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, they they were there, and they weren't playing Fortnite, and they wanted to be somewhere that they could play Fortnite. I see. Um, and as as a parent, sometimes you you make them do things like I don't know, clean their room, or if you if you think that you know celery or broccoli will be good for them, you make them eat that. Um, I did not want a spoonful of Hotel Transylvania 3. Yeah. And when they started throwing a fit about it, and I looked at all of the money I could be saving, I said, okay, all right, let's go to the van. That'll be fine. I will get a refund for the tickets, and there, we will be done. Did you also add, and don't ask to see this while it's in theaters? Oh, I I did like that. On the, on the, the, the ride home, I was like, this was it. You only get one shot at at a movie. I don't I don't have like repeats on that. Like you don't get to do it. There's no mulligans here. This is it. Now, maybe when it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever, maybe. Maybe we see it then. Maybe you maybe you wait until it's on Netflix. I think maybe, this is a wait till Netflix. Maybe you never see it ever. <laughs> yeah, the first one, I was like, "Huh, this is a pretty good Adam Sandler movie." Because I've enjoyed saying, I don't say blah, blah, blah. I've enjoyed saying that. And, and Mel Brooks as his... his fun, like, and yeah. Really, you put Mel Brooks in something, I, I'm going to at least... Whatever amount of time Mel Brooks like occupies in that film, probably going to enjoy that. The the second one was you know, just a level above a straight-to-video release. But I was like, eh, it's okay. By the time I saw the trailers for this, it's just like, no. I'm, no. I mean, I think the two of them made... I think somewhere around like three hundred fifty, four hundred million dollars, and like I don't think they're breaking the bank making these either. No, so I, I get what you know. Is it Sony? I believe is doing it. And now there's a TV show, right, Anna Grace? There's a TV show, a Hotel Transylvania TV show. Yes. Yeah, on Netflix. I mean, like I said, I get it, um, but I, I just nothing about it enthused me. Like, if I want to see like Van Helsing fight like 
Dracula, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go back and watch Bram Stoke, Stoker's Dracula, or I'll, I'll go way, way back to like the 30s and 40s, and I'll watch some of those Dracula. Yeah, or I'll watch Nosferatu. I definitely won't watch Van Helsing. The oh, come on, it's hilarious. The huge, yes, but it's it's not. It's an unintentional comedy. Like oh. I, I find it really funny. Oh dear, it uh, wow, it it hurt me like to watch that. That that man had more weapons than than his character had dimensions. <laughs> I oh, and I love Hugh Jackman. Oh like, yeah. D- yeah, generally like he he is a very just dependable. Like actor, as far as like I- at least even if he you don't enjoy the movie, you just like, saw Logan. By the way. Oh, Real good goodness. movie. Like, oh, that, was, I, was you're unpre- going to get me off on a tangent okay. there. Was unprepared for uh, all of the endings. Man, but, they, uh, yeah, that, that honestly, like that, that berserker rage, like you yeah. get at the very end of the movie, I'm like, why didn't I get this thing 17 years ago? <laughs> the first time Wolverine was on in a movie. Live action. Why Why did it take 17 years to do this? Five minutes into our review of Hotel Transylvania 3, we we actually haven't seen it. So, <laughs> But but I, I was up front about that. I wasn't just like, meh. Well, there's, because... there's some animation and there's a, a vampire who sounded like Happy Gilmore. Um, I can, because I can, I can, I can talk me some vampire stuff. Right. Just not Hotel Transylvania. I'm not no. saying I'll never see, because I... I get I get rerouted into watching things that I don't want to all the time. But that that happened to be one of those that that God smiled on me that mm-hmm. day and he said, "Why don't you take a nap instead or like why don't, why don't you get your get, get yourself some chicken, huh? Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you want some do you want some buffalo wings? Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go, my good and faithful what servant. What they called that because buffalo do not fly. I seem to remember a Domino's commercial in the mid '90s that they actually had flying buffalo. Yes, and that they had very tiny wings. That oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I do would, remember that. They would just, avoid, and that made enough sense for me. Avoid the noid. Okay, however, but a movie was seen. Yes, it just wasn't Hotel Transylvania Three. No. By the way, the reviews are all, which I mean, honestly, is about where. The first two were as well. Like th- these are not films that rely on critics, just like. Falling Correct. over themselves, like for these movies, Correct. like what was it? Open, not open range. The one with that. It's got like a open range, wasn't that like a Kevin Costner Western? Western? Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking no, of. Open, no. open season. Open season. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes, get not the animated <laughs> Kevin Costner Western that. Because <laughs> that, no. that would be a totally oh, different wow. movie. I'd, now that that's an I'd animated that. film, I would see right there. <laughs> Directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, open that, range. That would, yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's a lot of animated films that that they're they they just they're not for me anymore, and as as such, I I'm just not driven to see them. Mm-hmm. Even though I literally drove to see this one, I am going to assume if you have an offspring age seven or under, they would be perfectly delighted with this mediocre film. You know, I'd almost argue that you would probably go up to like 10 or maybe 11. Like, mm. and honestly, as long as they don't have access to Fortnite, they they might want to see it. Yeah. And I mean, it has made some monies. And yeah, clearly. It, they said it's on track, I think, to make like 35, 40 million dollars. So like Sony's not, they're not 
upset like I didn't go see it. Like nobody at Sony is wringing their hands. That like they're like we didn't we lost get, Adam. We didn't get the Cravens bump, guys. <laughs> we did not get the Cravens bump. You know what that means? And they're like nothing. And they're like exactly. It doesn't mean anything. Another movie that made an obscene amount of money, all things considered, that Adam did not see was Mamma Mia Two. Yes, I... which which we can bring Hugh Jackman into the mix because. It's a musical. It's a musical. And the last one that came out was The Greatest Showman. And so the audience that loves that, Mamma Mia 2 was their option, apparently. I would have gone for Equalizer 2 instead. Which is what? And I love musicals. Equalizer 2 is what what I went for. Yes. Like eight and a half minutes in, we're going to review the movie Equalizer. Two didn't even realize the equalizing did did not realize it was a franchise until like I saw the the preview for the second one like I I want I think it was the first one was what twenty fourteen mm. something like four or five years ago like it enjoy- was a TV show first yes yes but so it's the same character it I, I think they share names okay but it's it it shares about as much to do with it as the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible franchise does mm. with the the television series of the same name. So basically it's a guy who uh ma- evens out the score. Yes. The dare I say he equalizes things. So, sometimes violently, usually violently. Mm-hmm. Uh he's usually got a good quip in there before he does oh. it. Oh. Not not like say a Joss Whedon character quippy, yeah. but Still, it's enough that you're just like, oh, <laughs> man, before I break a guy's hands, I want to say something like that. <laughs> okay. So what is the story of Equalizer 2? And seeing as you didn't see the first one. I did. Oh. Okay. I, I, yeah, oh, I saw you just said the you first didn't, one. Okay, well, I, I was it. saying the, the, first, the first film has been about four or five years. I didn't realize it was a frame. I'm just saying, like, I saw the first one. I was like, okay, well, this is, this is fun. All right. But I had no idea. Like, there was no post-credit sequence. Like, there, there were no rumblings of it. And then just one day, apparently I was not... Checking up on Denzel Washington's IMDb. Well, and that is your fault. There was, I, I didn't know that it was my job, but now I do. I'm bothered because I personally know, as do you, people who have legit IMDb profiles. And it's like, I don't like kind of know them. I actually know them. And it's just, huh, I feel like I should have one. Yet I've really done nothing to deserve it. But I feel like I should have one. Or at the very least, like my picture with a like TBA, a lot of TBA. Yes. Represented by. I wonder, like, is it like Wikipedia? Can you just go in there and doctor one in? Just be like, Adam Um, I think you have to pay for it. I mean, I I do have uh, some legit screen credit. I do not. but But I was in a lot of plays in elementary school. Well, I was in a lot of actual stuff. I did some imaginary things that... But I want to say that if you pay for the upper level... You can They'll pretty much kind of Wikipedia it and just be like, oh, he, I wasn't not. <laughs> I saw it. I believe. Maybe. Not 100%. I don't know if it's background, a sag after Everything thing. I'm in is just background, uncredited. Background, uncredited. You know. You're like, Adam, that was four years before you were born. It and I was matter. like, I, uh, I, have I don't a, know what you're talking about. I have a list of things that I was cut out of. Why, you may ask? Because of my hair. That's a, I have platinum blonde sound, hair. That sounds like a, a podcast in and yeah, of itself Because of right my there. hair. Yep. Oh, the stories. Because of the way it grabs the light. When you're an extra, you don't want to be... Grabbing the light? No. 
That there's a book in yeah. that title. I don't know what it's about, but you need to write it. <laughs> I once spent it a, grabs the light. I spent a whole day being told somebody cover up Jane. Stand in front of Jane. Was this, it's was this, constant. Was this Jim? Was Jim yelling this? No. Cover no. up? Yeah, that would have been a great story. I did get a third degree burn on that set, but it would have been awesome if my friend, who was like six a lot, a lot of inches after the six, he was auditioning for, what was it, Abraham Lincoln Zombie Hunter, maybe? Vampire. He vampire hunted hunt? vampires. He was well, auditioning he, for that. He didn't, he didn't hunt for vampires. But in this, <laughs> in this particular adaptation. I, uh, if my friend David had been cast in that, this would be a better story. It really would. Because then I could say, hey, you know that movie that didn't do well? Starred my friend David. And he was the one who kept you from seeing me in this PSA. You were the one that was covering you up and standing in front of you. Yes, yes, because we had to we had to make a crowd of like ten thousand, and there were about thirty of us. So to make a crowd of ten thousand, you, and you do don't the, have like access to like CGI. Well, you, or, a, a wee bit, but what you do is you get I don't know hours and hours of takes moving people all through the theater, and then whoosh, you're ten thousand, or at least. 30 people made over yeah. several but, thousand But you can't times. be 10,000 when Jane's hair is grabbing the light. I'm just like, wow, that is a popular haircut. It's That's right. It's like the Rachel. Shh. I bring my own halo. Anyway, 13 and a half minutes in. Let's talk about Equalizer 2. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Denzel is in it. Who else is in it? Anyone um, I might not know? A, not a whole okay. lot of other people of note. All right. Um, Denzel is definitely the draw here. Like not not any untalented actors, but not necessarily yeah. any marquee names. Um, the, the kind of movie you and I could be cast in, or say we were in. Yes, I could have been in the background in this movie. Mm-hmm. Easy, okay. I think. Except a lot of it is is in urban neighborhoods, and I think I would have stood out. They they would have had to cover me up. Okay, they'd be like, "Wow, there's a really pale white man." Right, I mean, di- very he's grabbing pale. the light. We're, oh dear, he he's he's he can't all of it's a, he's absorbing the light. Here, shut your eyes. My pupils are dilating. Like, so what's the story on this one? Let me guess. Someone, someone's had something bad happen. True. And Denzel hunts peoples down to right the wrong. He that is that is literally exactly the plot of this movie. And is it? different than the plot of the first one um it, it is not identical uh to it in this one the uh the team that he used in to this work one with, it's personal well, i mean i, I, I just want to say actually it, it is kind of personal <laughs> like you're, you're not wrong like the team that he acquired all of these uh i, I don't want to say set of skills because <laughs> but it, you have to I, where he acquired all of these skills they have um they are involved in okay. this one, like you kind of get to see, a team. you kind of get to see the history of how he became, how he gained these skills to equalize. Okay, much in the same way that Liam Neeson like gained abilities to get people from being taken. This is ha- this is how he equalized. And yet, Liam Neeson not doing a very good job. Everyone gets taken from him consistently. Well, I mean, it it was his job to. He always gets them back. Yeah. Now, th- apparently, there's this other guy. That stops them from being taken. 
And he, that guy just ain't doing nothing. Okay, so he doesn't but, have a But movie. once people are taken, oh my goodness, Lee, <gasps> the, Liam Neeson is all up in there. The Untakener. I, I think there is some crossover potential. The Untakener. I, I mean, honestly, just get all, get all of the people the that- The Unbalancer. Like, throw the Punisher in there, get like Rayland Givens from uh, from Justified, we'll, we can get- um, the the equalizer, Clint Eastwood, well, and yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm just saying, get all of these people. Like the body count would be astronomical in these movies. They just they walk in and they'll be like, "Oh, what are you guys going to do about it?" And then like Dirty Harry walks in, the equalizer walks in, the punk. Punisher walks in, and they're like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh say Lord, hello to my I, little friend." I am absolutely dead. What have I done? What did I do? I mean, it would definitely be rated R. Like we we wouldn't probably be able to get around that. I'm guessing, unless it was a cartoon. No. And Adam Sandler was in it. But all of these other people are in it as oh. well. <laughs> okay. Or, or is he like kind of entering into it like in a Who Frame Roger Rabbit yes, kind of way? Exactly. I think that would be an odd direction to take this mm-hmm. film that seems generally pretty grounded, like in in a in a realistic But it'd manner. be a surprise. Man, would it? <laughs> like you you want to do like an eleventh hour like on that thing, just going, huh. Yeah. When Adam Sandler showed up as the cartoon vampire from from Hotel Transylvania at the very end of so Equalizer, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did not see that coming. And I don't mean like in a sixth sense way, like where if if one were intelligent enough, you probably could have put that together. I just I didn't even know cartoons were real within this universe. But um, oh, that's funny. It uh, I would watch it. That. I mean, it happened and it was in the movie. Yeah, that was so. I'm assuming we have some uh, great car chases. There, there is one in particular where a man is trying to kill him while he is Ubering him. So the Uber driver. Denzel is the Uber driver. Oh, 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 oh. And okay. the gentleman is trying to kill him multiple kinds of ways. But um, he foolishly decided that he could kill Denzel Washington. No. No, he was no. in glory. He cannot kill him. Um. So the character, the equalizer, needed a second job. Um, I don't think equalizing pays well. Okay, like much in the same way that Batman does not make most of his money, or I'm going to go with any mm-hmm. of his money. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, he is nine to five in that. He's making sure Batman's got all that stuff carried. Justice and just pummeling people vigilante style, not lucrative. I mean, it gives you a good sense of of feeling and that you're doing things right and, you know, correcting wrongs and all that, but just not a lot of money in it. Hmm. I wonder if Bruce Wayne did not have heaps and heaps of dough and if he had not been traumatized as a child, would he have become Batman? No. Okay. No, no, none of the... His, the death of his parents, like, drives him to become a vigilante, and the fact that, you know, he's a billionaire uh, lets him have, like, w- hovering cars that can fire um, EMPs from them. What if, though, let's have him have the death of his parents, but he's going to be a really poor vigilante? I think he becomes more the Punisher, but, like, instead of guns, he, I don't know, has arrows and rocks. slingshots. He throws rocks. I mean, it's a lot less cinematic. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah. I think your 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 genesis point is definitely the parents, but not so much. I just realized how much that is like a Disney film. 
you know, kill off the parents immediately. Oh, yeah. Like that was their that was their go to. That was their button for years. Kill off the parents or at least one of them. Or like have have one of them disappear and then kill the one that's. Yes, that's there. Wow. And a lot of superheroes, they start that way, don't they? Or if it's not that, it's their aunts or uncles, like Peter yeah. P- Peter Parker's. Um, they're, per- they're authority figures. Yeah. Like you're, you're they're male or female um, kind of uh, figures in their lives. The, the, the parental figure, if, if it's not necessarily their actual parent, the one that stands in for so, it. So seeing as this is a bit of a backstory on the Equalizer, was he traumatized in that fashion? Uh, no, his parents make... No mention. Though, if they did, I would definitely say James Earl Jones. Oh. Would. I mean, if you're going to give anybody. If Denzel Washington is going to have a dad, like, that man's got to have some gravitas. Yes. And that, off the top, unless maybe his dad is Morgan Freeman. I'm leaning more toward James Earl. I mean, like, I'm saying those are really the only two that spark to mind that I'm sitting there going, yeah, I can see that. All right. I could, I believe that. Orlando Calrissian. I, okay, well, I, I don't. You want to put Billy D. Williams in anything? I, I ain't gonna shoot you down. <laughs> but no, Aslan. Like if they're just like, well, for Maleficent, it would have two, to be Aslan. Maleficent two. We have fired Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Billy D. Williams is the new Maleficent, and I'm like, guys, this is a strange idea, but you have my attention. <laughs> As Lando Calrissian. That's even better. Because <laughs> so, this all ties in. I've been re-watching Arrested Development. Sure. Which we can discuss on Binge or Cringe, where we discuss things that we stream. And uh, the whole story of Cousin Maybe, who has become a movie executive. Right, right. And just the conversations are much like what Adam and I just had. It's like, I like that. You got a day to fix it. I like that. Let's do this. That's spectacular. Let's um, do it. But yeah. do it this way. Yes, and it's uh, uh, mildly amusing. Makes me makes me feel good deep down inside. The one of the more uh, notable things about uh, both of the Equalizer movies is it also pairs him with the director that finally got Denzel his Oscar win in Training Day. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like it. The guy, evidently, the two of them like to work together. Like this will be their at least their third pairing. If I'm if I'm not mm-hmm. missing, I think they were going to do American Gangster together, but for whatever reason, I think one of them wanted uh, the director wanted more money than they were willing to put in. So Ridley Scott filled in in that particular one. Oh, Ridley Scott, yeah, I mean, him. When you when you got to slum it with Ridley, like Shh, I'm just a... saying that, that that ain't that ain't bad. Ridley, what a great name. And for some reason, he also did King Arthur. Still haven't seen that. It's it's terrible. Good. Like funny, it was, terrible? N- no. Just like, again, I, I have a kind of a, a, a deep hearted desire, like a, a love for the Arthurian legend. As do I. And I as I watched that movie, I could not have found a person less qualified to make that movie like it like he did um I think it was Brooklyn Brooklyn's finest like mm-hmm. he usually does like very like gritty urban like crime drama like th- things of that nature just very like s- the seedy underbelly of the city kind of movies and that is not King Arthur No he's sparkly That's that's like telling me that Steven Spielberg directed a Smash Mouth video like I just <laughs> why why would 
what what about his sensibilities make makes you think that he I don't know. what I don't know I also feel the same way about Tarzan films not just because oh, my name is all Jane. seventy two of them yes uh, there was a time when I could name the first twenty three Tarzans you know from the silent era now I can kind of go oh yeah that was one when you say it but so many times. The Tarzan story is not told like the book. No. At all. And the book is magnificent. By the way, Tarzan... Edgar, Edgar Rice yeah. Burroughs was no slouch. Tarzan also, spoke French before English. Like, a, a, as much garbage as uh, John Carter of Mars like caught when it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I and still had fun with it. That movie is not, I think, as bad as necessarily its reputation Correct. suggests. But the book that it is based on influenced so much science fiction, like Star Wars to a certain degree, like Avatar. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the book was written, what, late late 1800s, early 1900s? Amazing. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And whenever they finally brought that to the screen, people are just sitting there going, well, they're copying that from Star Wars. They're copying that from no, they're not. Avatar. And I'm like, well, no. Actually, Avatar and Star Wars were copying that from the... The literary like source that this is coming from Edgar and, Rice Burroughs and Jules Verne and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, these, the imagination. These guys knew what's or Charles Dickens. Like I mean, on a, these guys like. I'm gonna throw out bomb there too. Ooh, ooh, I, ooh. we we have also forgot um, Count of Monte Cristo. Oh yeah, Dante. Yeah, I'm just like that guy was the Tom Clancy of his day. Uh-huh. Like, Count, Count of Monte Cristo, I think, was the one of the only books in high school that I wasn't didn't just feel like I was being subjected yeah, to. Yeah, I love like, that. Story. I read that thing, and I was just like, like I mean, I was reading ahead. Like I, I got involved mm-hmm. in it. Like um, I can- read it, and I thought there should be a sandwich named after this. Canterbury Tales did mm. not experience the same kind of uh, <sighs> anything yeah. with that. So in our review of Equalizer 2, yes. (laughs) for the action film buff, a good one? Um, I don't think it it does anything spectacularly outside of what you expect for the genre. Um, I don't even know that this one necessarily requires that you see it in the theater. Um, If if it comes up on HBO Go, Netflix, um, you find it in... Like, anyway, the film itself is not bad. By any stretch, I'm not discouraging anybody mm-hmm. to see it, but I don't think it's not an event. Like, it does not require that you see this immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, in the way that, like, Avengers Infinity War. Like, we need to think of a felt- new verb or phrase for for exactly what you're saying. Because there are movies that, like, oh, yeah, I'd like to see that, but I don't want to see that and spend $50 seeing that. Yeah, it's 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 not that. It, and like I said, and I don't want to mean it in a detrimental way mm-hmm. that, like, you just need to skip this. Like, if you like Denzel Washington, like, it's a matinee, sure. Like, I, I, I could see that. But, like, I, I don't think people need to rush out and, like, make sure that they consume this several times mm-hmm. in the theater. It's interesting. Um, it's not necessarily forgettable, but it isn't essential. There you go. Non-essential? That's what I was going to say. There we go. Okay. All right. It's non-essential. All right. But watchable. Yeah. It's definitely... Denzel Washington, even at his worst, is an actor that is watchable. Mm -hmm. Like, if if everything else is just falling apart around him, 
you can depend on Denzel Washington to do something that is worth your time, at, at the very least. Like, he can't save the entire movie, but he is definitely interesting in this. I'm not sorry I saw it, but like I said, it's just, I don't think it's a film that you need to go out and see in droves. Um, you don't necessarily need to see it on a 50-foot screen. Like, yeah. you don't need to go see it in IMAX. Like, mm, it, it comes in IMAX? No. Oh. But I, I'm saying, like, th- there there are films that, like, you oh, can yeah. watch. That, that need to be seen. Yeah. Like, okay, like uh, Shakespeare in Love, like, when it came out. You did not need to rush to the multiplex. No. Like, and make sure that you saw that, like, in 7.1 surrounds. Like, it. You could just Which makes me wonder, how do people who don't get into uh, sci-fi, fantasy, and, 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 that's, and that's about it, how do they decide when they go to the theater? Because for me, there are movies I think that need to be seen big, and it's usually pew, 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 pew it's that kind of a movie. The ones that kind of capitalize on the, the sound system, yeah. like seeing everything like blown up larger than life. Um. I mean, honestly, there. I, I forget that not everybody watches movies. Like, it's film. Film going is not necessarily like ever a religious experience for them. Like, hmm. there, there is a a gentleman that um, his name is leaving me right now. He just sees everything. Like, he's retired. Um, I think he's got like a part time job. He just goes up there and sees everything. Doesn't matter. Does not matter what it is. Oh, so there's you're talking a, about a local guy. Yeah, okay. there's just new movie up there. He's going to go watch it. All right. Is it is 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 he part of that key demographic? No, no, not not necessarily. Sometimes, absolutely not. But he goes and sees it. Like that's not me. Like I don't, I don't want to see every movie up there. Like there are movies that I look at and I'm just like, no, no, absolutely <laughs> no. I do. I I want. I I don't want to give up that two hours. Which is why Adam did not see Mamma Mia two. I'm not saying that I'll never see it, but I would say I'm, non-essential. Again, man, that one's not essential for I, me. The first one, it was filmed in Greece. It was just beautiful. It looked like, wow, I wish I had been on that movie set for three months just because of where they got to be. The music, I knew. The clothes were cute. But that was really about it for me. But I don't need to see that big. And so the second one, even though it has Cher, and I'm sure I'm going to like her 10 minutes of screen time, whatever she has, I don't need to see it big. But I'm sure I'll watch it eventually. So it would be non-essential to the theater-going experience in my life. Exactly. Because every film is not going to speak to every person. Like, I, 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 the, the original Star Wars. Like, I, it, it's a film that I've seen multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. um, like my aunt, I, I don't know if she's seen it or if Ooh. she has. Like, I don't know that she knows what the droids' names are. Or that she ever felt like she needed to revisit it. Like, it was not that for her. And I, like I said, un- unless you're making like, you know, $3 billion, $2 billion, like, you're probably not hitting all those quadrants. You're maybe just speaking to one or maybe two. Mm-hmm. See, my mom, who uh, showed no interest in those movies, we, we sat her down and showed them to her. I know she could name the droids they were looking for. I know she, she could. She knew that those because, were the droids they were looking because for. Because we would quiz her. Or at least I would. I'm pretty sure it was me. Mom, you need to know this. It's important. She knows the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Now, she can't go deep. But she knows but the you difference. can at least identify. Okay, well, I mean, that's... She's 93, so that's yeah. a pretty big deal. That's, yeah. 
I don't know if she knows the difference today, but she she did. She knew the difference at one point, and it was important to me. And uh, and so I have spoken. So Equalizer two, not essential, but a pretty good movie. And Hotel Transylvania three, uh, eh, who knows? It, it could have it. it could have been excellent. It, it could have been. I don't know. I doubt it. Probably not. But it could have been. So uh, feel free to let us know how you felt about it. We probably still won't see it in the theater, but I'm sure we'll watch it at but, some point. But, I mean, point. we'll listen to what you're saying yes, we before will. we dismiss it outright. Yes, we will. So uh, I'm pretty pumped up because I believe this coming weekend is... We get to see Tom Cruise attempt to kill himself in some way, like... I really wouldn't be like, let's say Mission Impossible 8 or like, let's say they get up to like 12. Mm -hmm. Like one of these movies is going to be how Tom Cruise dies. Yeah, probably. Like every every time, like they're just like, oh, yeah, he actually scaled that 300 story building and that cliff. Or I'm just like every single movie. It's like he finds another thing that they're like, Tom, there's no way they're going to get us to ensure that there is a. 117% 117% chance you'll die during that stunt. And he's like, well, all right. Hey, you know, the building, Make sure we get at it from all angles then. The building in Dubai, that's no biggie. My friend Joe McNally no, did is, it twice. That that building twice. is by definition a biggie. It is the tallest building in that, the world. Which is a twice. I would call that a biggie. Joe did it twice. He's a photographer. Did did he For did National it, Geographic did and others. He video it. Oh yeah. And was he doing it with those glue gloves that... Okay, no, but there's a picture of Joe, the very top of the building. This is what freaked me out more than anything else, is he's at the top of the building. He's all harnessed in. The soles of his feet are touching the edge of the building, but he is arms out on on an angle off the building. Just talking about that is making my stomach queasy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. One of the... I think one of the most shared photos on Instagram was what Joe took with his iPhone from the top of, why is the building, the Burj Khalifa. The top of the Burj Khalifa is just his shoes and the city below. I'm Sickening. I'm just going to tell you this. If I was Ethan Hunt, um, mm-hmm. the mission would actually be impossible. Yeah, it would. Like, I'd argue at this point, they need to say, like, their mission difficult because <laughs> they always seem to do it. Yeah. If they were impossible by definition, they wouldn't have got past part one. Mm-hmm. And he broke his ankle in this one. Yep. Uh, it's okay now. And he also flew the helicopter in this one. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Like, so. I'm just like, it, I, I, I appreciate that he wants to go to those lengths to entertain us. Mm-hmm. But one day he's going to die. What bugs me is I really like Tom Cruise movies, but I don't want to spend time with him. No. No. I I <laughs> I want I want to see him as Ethan Hunt. I want to see him as Jack Reacher. Like yeah. I can I can go back and watch a few good men however many times you want to show me that movie. Jerry Maguire. Like anybody that like when Tom Cruise went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and they were just like blah, 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 and I'm like, listen, say whatever you want. Jerry Maguire is an exceptional movie. Yeah. He makes great movies. I just I, I think he's a I don't job. ever want him to visit my house. No. But man, I will go to the theater to see him. Mm-hmm. Like just as long just don't interact with me, Tom. That's that's all I ask. I I think it's amazing that he can look good running, which is very hard to I, do. I look horrible running. 
He can look good. He does. And he does it at least every film, sometimes twice. Just like John Cusack he has not played, like, went back and done, like, based on a true story about some kind of Olympic athlete that ran. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like that that's tailor made for him. It seems like he would be in Forrest Gump. You you would assume, or may, maybe like that's his Tom. Maybe that was the Tom that did all the. They just CGI'd in his face. Maybe Tom Hanks' face over Tom Cruise's face. He was just like, no, 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 Tom. This is how you run. Tom Hanks, welcome at my home anytime. Not that Tom Cruise would be unwelcome, but I'd be kind of going like, oh, Adam Cruise is coming. He's he's probably going to run. Uh, and he's going to want us to run. He's going to want us to run he's, with him. And he's going to be really, really excited. And intense. About everything. He is going to smile. Like that, that weird 15 smile. watt smile. Like with it, the vampire like, teeth. Like he's got like three rows of teeth smile mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. I can't handle that. I need somebody with chill. Yeah. <laughs> but we do love his movies. And yeah, the trailer alone, I've watched several times and I'm more than satisfied with it. So I already like the movie and I haven't seen it. So. I I'm I'm pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unlike Hotel Transylvania three, which we have not seen and already don't like, <laughs> but but could be exceptional. But it know. could be. We don't know. We ah. just don't know. Anyway, so we're very excited about that. Thank you so much for listening. The one person left. I do appreciate it, Wendy. And <laughs> we'll be back again next week with uh, Tom Cruise. Maybe here with us as a surprise. We, I'm not, not saying it's not going to happen, but it probably won't. Probably won't. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.